everyone, welcome to the Engage and Equip podcast, a resource designed to help form substantive disciples for the local church. My name is Nicole Kyle, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. This week, we are in week nine of our Chewing on Substance mini-series that we've been doing within the Engage and Equip podcast. And this has been a series that we've been doing to help um, people in the church to continue processing what they've heard in the sermons that Pastor Nick preached on Sundays. So we get a couple of staff or elders together to talk about the topics and just help to to talk about what they learned, what they were processing, things that stuck out to them. And our hope is that it'll help you keep processing these topics as well. So this week, you're going to get to hear from Jean Collins. She's our church administrator and Jill Reese, who is a pastoral assistant for Pastor Nick. And they're going to be talking about what we just heard Pastor Nick preach yesterday, which was embracing discipline. So we hope that you enjoy it. I think I said this in the intro to the episode last week that these two past uh, chapters are two of my favorite. And so I hope you enjoy it. And like always, we hope that this helps you to continue processing these topics and diving into whatever it is that God might be teaching you as he helps grow you into a more substantive disciple. Hello, everyone. This is Jill, and I'm here with Jean. And we're really excited to talk with you this week about embracing discipline. Uh, it's really been fun to go through the Marxist substance and then like talk about yeah. the really practical stuff right. and how it applies to life. I've enjoyed the flow of this right. series so far. Right. I've really liked how substance is so practical, mm-hmm. but we can really bring it a step deeper. Yes. So we are excited to be here with you, uh, imagining that we're talking with you in this room. But um, so just diving right in, uh, Jean, what really struck you? from the sermon, from this, the mm-hmm. book, uh, any favorite excerpts or quotes from the sermon? Right. The, I think the Nick made a point at the beginning and at the end of the sermon yesterday about how discipline isn't for legalism. It's mm-hmm. to, it has a purpose and it's to increase our capacity. Mm-hmm. It's not to gain approval. I thought that was so important. Yes. So important. Yes. And then he ended by saying embracing discipline is about running after the master, Jesus, mm-hmm. not about discipline for discipline's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of a, a quote from page 223 in the book uh, where he says, but it's critical to remember that even as Jesus calls us to exertion, he does so by grace. We're called to discipline so that we can survive and thrive, so we can accomplish things we never thought possible, so we can experience an, the unleashing not just of our mental and physical capacities, mm-hmm. but also of moral and spiritual potential we didn't even know existed. Right. We don't need to kill ourselves any more than we need to let ourselves comfortably off the hook. <laughs> and what we need is the gospel-driven dos- discipline to work and rest in gracious striving. Uh, that was like... Yeah. That, I've, I feel like in my life, I've like, last week in... Um, escaping diversion he talked about killing the salmon and how you can you need to catch the salmon but you can kill it sometimes Mm -hmm. with legalism and I feel like I've gotten that wrong so this in particular was very um, revolutionary to to me like oh it's this by grace so what ways off of that what ways have you really experienced that in your life like what struck you about it's not legalism and it's about running after Jesus how have you seen that in your life well, personally, I'm sure I went through what most people go through, mm-hmm. where I got stuck in the, the legalism yeah. part. And somewhere along the line, because it's been a pretty long time, I grew in my relationship 
with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I grew to understand that it really is a relationship with yeah. him. And so just like um, my relationship with my husband, mm -hmm. I want to do things with him. I don't have to do things with mm -hmm. him. Every once in a while there's a have to. But most often it's because I want to. And I wanted my relationship with Jesus to be that way. So I started yeah. running after it that way. And that made a big difference. Made mm -hmm. a big difference. Because then it was like I was expecting as I was reading the word, mm -hmm. trying to do it daily, but not getting down on myself when I didn't. But I was expecting to hear from him through it. It was, mm -hmm. you know, part of his communication with me. When I pray, I'm expecting to get insight mm -hmm. from him, from Holy Spirit, about what to pray. It became this whole, you know, a fun game, a partnership yeah. instead of a have to. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Nick's trying to get yeah. at and yet say, but we have to do some things to have that happen too. There are real tools he's given us mm -hmm. and real ways we can fight our flesh mm -hmm. to do that stuff. And that gets back to the idea of the having the one master thing mm -hmm. in my mind. Absolutely. Where I think he said at the beginning that it's not about trying harder, it's mm -hmm. about having one master. And yeah. and being like you said, saying, I wanna know Jesus right. <laughs> more. I want him to be first. Um, and then I like how you use the word expect. Like when you right. have you can then when you have the capacity that you've built through discipline, you can expect God to fill it right. in like right. in really cool ways. Right, because he yeah. wants to relate to us. Yeah. He didn't mm -hmm. just set all this up so that we'd have to... Mm -hmm. He wanted relationship with us, mm -hmm. that's why Jesus mm -hmm. came, to restore relationship. So we sure can expect mm -hmm. that from him. Yeah. yeah, and that reminds me too of last week with um, escaping diversion and mm -hmm. how I remember Nick said, you can't just get rid of diversion, you have to replace it with something. Yeah. So and I I feel like I've just failed so many times trying to just be like, I'm not going to do this, but not filling it with the joy and the, right. uh, the fulfilling, deep, rich practices that we can um, in embracing discipline. Right. So, I could spend the whole time talking oh, about escaping diversion, but... <laughs> I know. I keep relating it back because it is tied together in my mind. But yeah. yes, we are talking about embracing discipline. So... Yeah. <laughs> um, what are, what's something that you wanted to then like did was anything new for you in this sermon where you're like I want to take that and help make it help me apply or embrace discipline in my life was there anything well you know I don't know about new but then mm -hmm. just Nick really is gifted with being able to think about things differently yeah. than yes. I had thought of so you know the four martial disciplines mm -hmm. that he went through and, and he said this, I know, in various ways, but as I heard it, I thought, you can't do vigilance without mm. the Holy Spirit yeah. speaking and helping you be vigilant. Yeah. And he made a good point about other people as well helping you be vigilant. But um, in the spiritual brutality, we can't really, we don't have the wherewithal mm -hmm. to really <laughs> crucify those things within no. ourselves. But the yeah. Holy Spirit wants to help purify us. You yes. know, it's like if we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to purify us from all unrighteousness. Um, and then the, uh, oh, the training mentality. It's like, again, I know I don't have the will to do ha take on the training mentality all by myself. Right. But getting my mind renewed and getting my focus mm -hmm. the way Jesus was focused, the Holy Spirit can work with me to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's a, I think a huge thing was the partnering 
the partnering and then the cooperation, which right. he didn't spend much time on. We're going to hit next week. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so, it ties into the uh, formational community. The formational lot, community. Of, which yeah. is the church. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was cool to see. I was thinking of those similar things when he was going through the martial disciplines and just thinking about how we need the marks of substance, which we just talked about, right. in order to in order to embrace discipline. Yeah. So we need to know that we are free, but it's virtuous freedom. Right. Because otherwise discipline is just... Um, moralism (laughs) and then we need uh, the spirit like you were speaking to because Mm -hmm. he's the one empowering us to even become like Christ yeah in those ways and then I'm like missing some of the other ones but um, we just need all of those marks in order to be able to live out substance in our I mean that's what the whole book is about but yeah we need to understand that foundation of those four Mm -hmm. before we Mm -hmm. can build into the discipline Mm -hmm. and the escaping diversion and the embracing community yeah the mind of Christ right (laughs) (laughs) these are really important I I was in a conversation with my husband after church and we were talking Mm -hmm. about this and and uh, he was he was reminded me of this other analogy of how we have to partner with God, Mm -hmm. how we partner with God for these disciplines. We have a role and God has a role. God gave us that. We're like farmers who have to plant the seed Mm -hmm. and we have to pull the weeds, but God is the one who sends the sun and the rain and he actually causes the growth. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh yeah, that's such a perfect analogy. It's like we have a place to, we have to set our minds to do Mm -hmm. these disciplined things but knowing that God's the one who ultimately causes the growth and everything. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, of course, you know, agriculture, God loves to use agriculture <laughs> because he invented it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to the expectation you were talking about, too, because when we f- are obedient in, um, like, setting up our lives and doing, like, the structures required, you kind of, like, setting ourselves up. It's um, Nick was talking about in his sermon how... Um, we, God, like we can say, well, God will just make me grow. But it's actually, we do have to work. It's like we a sweaty business. Yeah. But then the out of that, we can expect God to work <laughs> because right. we know we're being obedient. So, right. but we're not like making that happen through our actions. I don't know. It's by grace. But anyway, I love that we can then expect something to grow even right. if it's not what we expected to grow right but i know this this is kind of actually i don't remember exactly how nick related this back to embracing discipline but maybe it was in like relative this to this conversation but um he was saying like if you believe that someone is too far gone basically mm-hmm. then you don't believe in grace and you just believe in your own self-righteousness that right. you're better than them and right. i was really convicted yeah. by that because yeah. i think I can use discipline that way and, and say, look at this, I've done all this discipline, I'm disciplined in this way, and I don't see this in this person's life, or I don't know if they're ever going to, I don't know, right. become a Christian. But I think that you almost think they can't. They can't, yeah. Right. But just remembering the grace that even if we are disciplined, it's all because of a gift that we've been given by right. God. And so, yeah, if you can't tell by now, my <laughs> skew is toward legalism. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I think that's, I think that's, that's true pretty typical of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, it's interesting. Here we are, two women talking about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're skipping over that whole part where Nick talked about brutality. Yes. <laughs> but it's 
true. Yeah. We have to be that fierce yes. about dealing with sin mm-hmm. and realize how debilitating it is. Mm-hmm. It's really because we're looking for the joy set before us right. and saying, this sin is that bad that I want to get it out of the way. I mean, yeah. to me, that's the only way I'm going to get up the, mm-hmm. the gumption to be that fierce against a yeah. sin issue is yeah. to go, okay, it's really really worth it for me to be who God made me to be and for me to bring him the glory that he deserves mm-hmm. for what he did for me. Mm-hmm. It's really, um, yeah, that fierceness. It was like, okay, I just kind of squirmed a little when I hear some of his descriptions, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, it, I, could, I could have to say it's true. Yeah. We have to be that brutal. And I, I thought it was so interesting because br- the word brutality, I think very physically, like I think of physical brutality, but thinking about how it plays out in fighting sin mm-hmm. and like how slippery and like abstract some of our like sin yeah. can be. Like yeah. for me, a big one, I mean, everyone deals with the fear of man and insecurity, but right. for me, that's one of the hardest ones. Like I've, I feel like it's like kind of so grows subtle. a new head and then like you have to fight it again <laughs> over mm-hmm. and over but mm-hmm. uh, that's one where I've really experienced brutality like I need to every time this thought comes up not mm-hmm. let it slip away but like grab it and like right. smash it like and punch it, <laughs> punch it and smash <laughs> yeah. it and um so that was an interesting thing for me to think through of like these uh, martial disciplines, like what is, how does that play out? And Nick kind of touched on it at the end of the sermon, like some examples. Mm-hmm. But Jean, do you, what are some things, like practical things that we like, like of actually playing out the martial disciplines? A few, I know insecurity is one for me. Like I, um, like a, I will have a thought sometimes and feel insecure. Just feel like it comes out in weird ways. Like I feel anxious or whatever. And you have to kind of do the work of, okay, I'm going to recognize it, then I'm going to find a truth that replaces it, and I'm right. going to replace it with the truth. Right. And so every time I think of it, I'm going to think of this truth, and then I'm going to tell people about it. You know, that's right. cooperation, and they're going to hold me accountable, and then we're going to let it out. And let, so, like, right. I do think you have that's... any other examples of that kind of thing? Well, I have an ex- examples of yeah. exactly what you're talking yeah. about because I think that's probably the most effective mm-hmm. way. So I've had, you know, struggled with insecurity. Yeah. And then I have to remember, no, I'm who God made yeah. me to be, not who God made someone else to be. That's an example. Another one, I think that's a little different, but it's really the same thing. It was like when I was, I know I was younger and I was struggling with some jealousy, mm. I decided that when I got jealous, when, whenever this popped back up into mm-hmm. my head, I would pray for that person. After a while, any kind of demonic influence of that was gone because that was not what they wanted, he wanted to have happen. Right. So that was really helpful. And praying for someone changes your heart towards them. It really, really does. Mm -hmm. So so that's a couple of practical ones. But I think tip, what it really is, is replacing the lie that you're Mm -hmm. believing with the truth and then acting on it. Mm -hmm. And that's probably, you know, we could come up with different scenarios of the same thing, but I think that's really it. You have to Mm -hmm. sit down and you have to ask God because what the truth is and what the lie is, because you just don't know. Mm -hmm. You're you're gonna be blindsided on that. Or you can ask someone else, but I'd start with asking God and see if someone else confirms it because, you know, and they probably will, Yeah, they probably will. And in my experience, like, 
well, this is true in the Bible, but there's so many promises about how God, he won't leave you in that process. Like, if you say, God, how can I grow? He's not Mm going to be like, oh, I'm not going to tell you that. It's like, show that to you. You know what I mean? And this kind of gets into, like, in step with the Spirit, like how God speaks to us. And you and Vince were really helpful. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, it's really good. But um, so, I mean, God can show us in many different ways. But when you ask him to show you and you look, (laughs) he will. And then when you let other people in who are also walking with the Spirit, then they will be walking with you and towards those same goals. And yeah. so um, yeah. God will not fail you or leave you in that process if right. you are saying, right. I want to change. <laughs> I want to grow. You know, you've got to be coming from this place of humility. Yeah. You have to. You have to really want to know the mm-hmm. answer. He'll tell you. He'll mm-hmm. tell you. And right. sometimes even when you're not so sure you actually want to know the answer, he'll still tell yeah. you. But sometimes he won't. I think, until it's like, no, I really need to know this guy. And then, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I am willing to listen because mm-hmm. I know I need this. Mm-hmm. And he'll, he's a good father. He mm-hmm. is going to answer that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I that reminds me, too, of the whole legalism versus discipline thing. Because that's where you right. know, like, where's my heart? Am I wanting to change to impress someone, whether it's God or right. someone else? or right out of humility do I want to become more like yeah. Christ yeah. because then I can love others and yeah. do what he has called me to do yeah and be about his mission so yeah so good. yeah yeah that's good uh any other thoughts that you had from this probably not other just that that thing about how important it is for us to embrace discipline yeah. and it's about mm-hmm. the it's about pursuing the freedom yeah that we have and the love that we can mm-hmm. express and the love that we can receive. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that we are who, we're the kind of people that God said, bring, your king, bring his kingdom, mm-hmm. bring his kingdom to earth. Mm-hmm. And he wants to use us. And it's, it comes through discipline. I guess it would come through discipline even if we were trying to bring a different kingdom. Right. Yeah. It always does. So the good things no take different. a lot of work. They do. They do. And they're not, they're not you have to look for them. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's counterculture. Yeah. It is just counterculture. So you're going upstream. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where, I mean, that's again where the discipline, the martial disciplines come in because yeah. training, I mean, if I say, I want to run 10 miles today and I haven't run yeah. a step like in yeah. a while, I'm. it's going to feel really hard. But then yeah. when you're building up that training, yeah. then yeah. it does. It's very doable. It's doable. Yeah. And it's actually you feel great yeah <laughs> if yeah, i went and ran for sure miles, the minute i st- yeah, yeah we, i was just <laughs> I talking about great. that I, when i start exercising i feel better even right. though i maybe have done a day or two and i'm not really stronger mm-hmm. yet yeah but mm-hmm. i do yeah and holy spirit is right there to partner with yeah. you all the way through because mm-hmm. that's his goal for you too yeah so it's pretty cool yeah uh, we hope you guys are still enjoying this series and we will Well, we won't physically see you on this podcast next week, but I hope that we see you in church (laughs) at High Point and we get to continue to grow in this way together. So, all right, have a good week, guys. Bye.